Hey guys, welcome back. It's Lee and Ken's, and we are discussing episode five. Woo woo! This is such a great episode. It's honestly, I think, one of my favorite episodes. And I know we we use that term kind of loosely because we love so much of this show, but it's it's a really good one. And um, I also just want to point out before we kind of fully get into this episode is that I don't know if you guys remember from episode one where I talked about how Mindy kind of wanted to rewrite history in that way of how she felt about being told to lose 15 pounds, right? When she was in a writer's room. Mm -hmm. I think this is really the episode where she tells that writer, whoever they were, you know, this is her kind of rewrite Ooh, I didn't even know this, guys. This is she was holding this back for me, even. Ooh, I just wanted to surprise everybody. <laughs> no, I do. I think this is such a powerful episode because I think this is Mindy's way of of kind of retelling that story and also kind of proving herself. And I love it. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Anyway, um, let's get into it. Tell us our summary. Our, our summary for this one is Mindy's gynecologist retires. And she and Danny uh, makes a bet on who can stick through like being a patient and whether Danny can uh, actually be her gynecologist. But uh, new to the writing staff this week, we have David Stassen, and he has written on the movie uh, Central Intelligence with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart, which is amazing. Also, he's written about seven episodes for The Mindy Project and is an executive uh, story editor executive uh, story editor on about 21 of the episodes yeah he works um with ike baron holtz a lot they're kind of a writing team mm-hmm. and for director this week we have peter Lorre. uh he is directed on young sheldon brooklyn 99 scrubs Chappelle show and so many more great shows so but again in this episode when you watch you're going to see the main writers being mindy Kaling, and i think that actually makes a lot of sense because this is definitely i think a story that's kind of more personal to her all right, let's get right into it. And I think the opening scene is like one of my favorite scenes. It's such a good know. cold open. Yeah, it's so good. So once again, going back to like, I love that Mindy Mindy always like hits on these small scenes from rom-coms with like the girl wearing like the oversized dress shirt, you know, trying to be all cute and whatever. And Josh gets up to uh, grab something and accidentally puts on Mindy's pants. They're slightly bigger than he is. You know. Everyone's differently shaped, and I uh, think that it's hilarious because the poor girl is so upset and embarrassed about it, which she does not need to be, Yeah. but it is kind of this hilarious <laughs> scene, and it just gets worse and worse because, first of all, they were going to have this nice moment. They were going to play hooky, and they were going to stay in all day, and mm-hmm. he was going to bring her like donuts and coffee and all this stuff, and then it was instantly ruined. Mm-hmm. Instantly. You no, know, I, I love it, too, just because uh, Mindy wants to play this... Uh, this very dainty, like, you know, character and woman. So I, I just love, like, the scene. And then it's just already an amazing scene, and I love that Josh says, it's also, like, a, a pocket full of Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> I yeah. thought that was hilarious. Mortified. She's absolutely mortified. Um, and then she says, you know what? We're done. This is, this, you got to go. Get out and get out. Yeah. Um, and that also plays to, like, in general for the rest of this episode. That's really the only time we really see her talk about her love life in this episode. So that's yeah. really this, like, the kind of taste we get of she's still with Josh. Mm-hmm. But that's all we get this week, which is, I think, good because we see this whole other side, this dynamic that she's going to have with Danny. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm always here for the Danny-Mindy drama. Oh, yeah. So uh, we're back at the office and uh, we find out that, I guess, uh, Mindy's been kind of holding on to Jeremy's watch. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently. 
And Jeremy really wants it back because it's part of his swagger. And uh, Mindy, rightfully, is like, nah, <laughs> you are the worst and I'm not giving it back. Um, so we're going to see how uh, willing uh, Jeremy is to get his watch back. Oh, yeah. No, he's going to get his watch back one way or another. And then, of course, Danny's being super annoying and is in the... Uh, oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> he's in uh, Dr. Shulman's office, and he says the With reason... his feet up, I just want to say, like, fully comfortable in there. And my thing that's annoying is, like, it's not annoying for him to be in there. The mm-hmm. thing that's annoying is that he's like, oh, well, I'm going to take over the office one day. I want to get comfortable. Oh, yeah. Like, that's where it's like, bro. Yeah, no, all he needed was to see another scene of him in there with the tape measure, like, mapping out where he's going to put his desk, how much window space he had. Yeah, and that was where I was like, okay, it's nice to have ambitions, but bro, <laughs> come on. Uh, but yeah, and then I do love that Mindy, again, always has these zingers, goes oh, yeah. back at him, and is like, well, if we're indulging imaginary situations, I would like to introduce you to my husband, straight Anderson Cooper. <laughs> Anderson Cooper is a good looking guy. I know, I just love that. <laughs> that was so good. Um, and then I also just love this at the moment, too, mm-hmm. because... Um, she's like, well, if this were my regime, this is how I would do things. Because, you know, of course, Jeremy and Mindy are still having this argument about who's going to give back this watch. And mm-hmm. and Danny's like, well, in, under my regime, no one would talk about personal lives, blah, blah, <laughs> blah. Like, of course, like that would never happen. But yeah. um, but I do love how Mindy's like, well, all voices would be heard under my regime. And then as she's saying this, Betsy like needs her attention. <laughs> and she's like, not now, Betsy. Like, it's just like an oxymoron right Betsy. there. I love that. I love it. Um, and I also do love how uh, Danny does make fun of her because she still cannot get it together to go see her own gynecologist I as know. a gynecologist. Come on. All right. So I'm going to. So where are we going next? Just because I'm going to screw this up. No, no, you're fine. Um, do we want to talk about um, Jeremy trying to resort? Oh, yeah. Like to get yeah, his watch no. back. And this upset me so much just because Morgan has turned his life around. He is committed to a life of no more crime. And Jeremy, like, has tricked him into committing another crime. Yeah. So, uh, yep, Jeremy does go and try to talk to Morgan thinking, oh, I'm going to talk about, like, tell me where you're from. Yeah. But it's more like, I want to know your tricks. Yeah, yeah. Are you able to break in someone's apartment if you were asked to? Yeah. So that was a little sad. Um, And obviously, Morgan did not catch on to this. Oh, yeah. No. So innocent. So innocent. Um, so yeah, so he's trying to plan this all back. And then now these wheels are turning because we, um, see that Mindy is, uh, trying to find a new gynecologist. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out Dr. Shulman can't because he's too close to Mindy. Yeah, that'll be hard. So who would you decide since Dr. Shulman's too close of a... Well, she's talking to Danny about this because she's already trying to get her, his take on her sunglasses on the retirement card <laughs> on the sun. Yeah. Which, you know what? Danny does have a point here. Okay. What's your point? That like the son does not need sunglasses because he's the only one who wouldn't. He's like on the sun. But I mean, it does make him look cool. But like you always says, say, Mindy has a good response. Oh, she how would you know if the sun is cool? <laughs> exactly. I mean, come on. But I, yeah. But uh, as she's talking to him about this and, she tells Danny how she cannot find a gynecologist. And he's like, well, you could never. I think he kind of challenges her. Well, like, we don't have a personal relationship. And mm-hmm. she's like, what do you mean? I think we have a personal relationship. Well, no. Like, he, the way he looks at a lamp in Mindy's office is the same amount of care he has towards Mindy, the human being. And that's just depressing. And so. Um, I hated this idea from the beginning. I was like, this is not going to end well. Yep. So Mindy says, 
Well, why wouldn't it work? Since you have no personal attachment to me, no personal <laughs> feelings. And then she, she's like, oh, well, you know, I think you think I'm hot. And she's like, okay. Oh, bro. Wow. All right. Bro. Turn, dig it down a notch. So then, game on. <laughs> now they're going to fully commit to this and they're actually going to have, I guess, like what you would do for like your first OB appointment with a new doctor. Yep. All the questions, all the weigh-ins, all the... All the fun stuff. All that awkward stuff you want to talk to who's someone who knows you personally. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, but while this is about to take place, mm-hmm. we uh, see Morgan and Jeremy on their way. Wow, Mackenzie, thank you for that amazing transition. <laughs> yes. We see Morgan and Jeremy in the elevator. And Jeremy is fully dressed in Diamond Heist burglar burglary gear yeah i don't know if you're trying to be sneaky that's not the way to go about it in broad daylight yeah no i was was very shocked to see him like that if anything like if morgan knew this was a crime he would definitely probably would dress accordingly too as well to be committing a crime also i would think that morgan i feel like he should have noticed that he was he even said he's like nice burglary clothes but then still doesn't make the recognition of like (laughs) that's what he's planning to do yeah so uh, we see this happening, and then, oh, who hops in the elevator with them? Betsy. Poor Betsy. With her uh, party planning box slash lost and found. Yeah. Which was a, it was a, it was a lot of weird things to be in a lost and found of a gynecologist's office. You don't know where people <laughs> were going before or after this, the appointment. They might have been on their way to a gala. They just had to get a quick checkup. I'm just saying. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Or Halloween. I'm sure people go on Halloween. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know? Yeah. You don't think about it. But, yeah. So, uh, they have this happen. They get to the apartment. And as they're going through the apartment, you know, they think they're setting up. But So, I do want to give credit. Like, um, Betsy says, like, oh, Mindy has an amazing apartment. And it really is, like, a very amazing apartment. Like, very cozy, spacious. I love the design. All yes. the things they picked for Shout the out to the set designer. That's yeah. incredible work you got going on there. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a very nice apartment. And like Morgan says, on a, and on a woman's salary, that was like nobody's like, you know. Oh, my gosh. While raising the great <laughs> point that women make less than men, well, <laughs> it was a sad point. I, too. I think it's women's own fault because they, they pick careers like woman engineer, oh woman doctor. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Please, please do not think this is how this man actually <laughs> thinks. Oh, God. No, it is not a woman's fault. It's the <laughs> system, but we're not going to get political on this. But um, yeah, as this is happening, I also love this when Jeremy admits to them that they're actually here. Yeah. Because of <laughs> uh, it's a, you know, to get his watch back. Mm-hmm. But his line is, it was a fiction and I, it's author. It's yeah, just, no, it was very dramatic. I loved it, but also hated it at the same time. Yes. You know, Mindy and Danny constantly call him theatrical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, very true. So, uh, yeah. Then we uh, head on back to the OB office. Oh, yeah. We're going to get some very difficult questions asked. And I, I yeah. thought it started out very mild. I thought it was like, oh, like a very intrusive questions, but no questions I wouldn't expect from my doctor to ask. Yeah. But once again, not the questions I would want to have to answer to someone that I work, you know, with? work yeah. with or know. Yeah. You don't really need to know all your business. Yeah, it was um, very uncomfortable, to say mm-hmm. the least. And it gets continually uncomfortable as the questions get more and more intrusive and a little unnecessary. Some of them are like, mm, I don't think a doctor needs to know all of this, but okay. So I can't remember, who, who walks out of this one? Like, Because so, I feel like someone like technically wins this round. I, does Mindy walk out of this one? I think it is. I think it's technically a Danny win. But here's mm-hmm. the one thing I will give Mindy credit for in this. Okay. 
I thought she kept her composure no matter how angry she might have been because yeah. she brings it to her office. So before we get there, mm-hmm. I do want to point out that um, part of what happens here is, you know, we continue to see them get on each other's nerves. Mm-hmm. And we know that this trigger point for Danny is mm-hmm. divorce. Yeah. So whenever Mindy brings up divorce, and this came out of him kind of prying into the whole, oh, you're not, obviously you're not going to have children is his oh. response. Yeah. Like he, like that's not even enough credit. Like, he like really broke this down to her and like kind of like hard facts that like obviously yeah. aren't true, but like can be a possibility. Well, and when he says like, you know, you're not going to, he was surprised that she thought she was going to have children, even though she's not old. So did you think he was honestly surprised or was he being a jerk? I think he originally was honest. Like and honest, then, like he was surprised. She was like, I think about having kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think because he was thinking maybe she was a little bit on the older and even though she's really not that old yeah. and women of this, of this time are now having children older in life because we are putting our careers first. Mm-hmm. So I felt, you know, that was fair that maybe he made that assumption at first, but it was when he breaks it down and we see this Well, she's like, I'm going to stay married forever. I'm not going to be divorced like you. And that's when he really, because again, there's that trigger point for him. Yeah. Every time, even though I'm not Danny, like I can just feel like a little stab in my side. I'm like, Oh, like, you know, you just feel like it's a nice little jab right there. So that's when he goes ham and goes right after her about this whole, well, if you want to have kids, let's see realistically how this plays out. And he kind of makes this dramatic assumption that she won't have children unless she's going to have them under the buzzer as he puts it. Yeah. So that's also, I think, a trigger point for Mindy because she wants this fairy tale life. Mm-hmm. She wants to have, you know, the children. She wants to have the big family. And, and I think this is kind of, they both are hitting each other where it hurts. And so while she does not get upset in the room, she leaves. And then we find her on the floor, which happens quite a bit throughout the show. Yeah, You'll know, yeah. it's her. Very classic. It is very classic. And um, she has Gwen come in. And I think Gwen was good about also explaining, like, listen, people are having kids later in life. You chose your career first. Like, that's okay. Yeah. You won't know when it's coming. You yeah. won't know when you're going to fall in love. And, and I thought like, that was nice. you're not expecting it is when it's actually going to happen. Exactly. So I thought that was a really nice kind of pick-me-up talk. And then in the middle of this nice talk, <laughs> we have Morgan come in, who's trying to plead his innocence. Yes, yes, yes. Because he has a movie stub yeah. from the time that he would have been in her apartment. Yes. As an alibi. Not as if Mindy was even paying attention to <laughs> yeah. it at all or needed to care. But he wanted to cover his um his traces and when he's doing this, he also realizes that Mindy's emotional heart was had its butt kicked. Yeah. So I love this about Morgan and like I guess like Morgan and Mindy's relationship. Is this idea that he's like he he is her like her like ride or die. Mm-hmm. Like it might not be both ways. Yeah, no. <laughs> but he is her ride or die. Like something like someone did something to her, like it's on. Yeah, so I do love this, and he comes in and tries to talk to her, too, and kind of make her feel better. And um, he says he listens good is one of his greatest traits. <laughs> yes. Um, uh. And then immediately mm-hmm. disproves this theory when he asks Gwen her name, and he goes, Gern? <laughs> immediately, no, you, no, he does not listen clearly. Yeah, and that's not even a name, I would even assume. I know. I know. So it just, it was very funny. And then... Um, he starts out with all this kind of advice that makes no sense to Mm -hmm. then to a point in which is Mindy's like, yes, I know you have a point in there somewhere. Yeah. And his is giving her this idea of having a warrior name. No, I I think it's great because like 
I feel like a lot of like Morgan statements are like very out of nowhere, but then you're like, wow, like actually it was kind of good. Like, you know, he actually had some good advice there. So we're gonna actually gonna see her use her warrior name later on during the physical exam. It's a great warrior name too. <laughs> Uh, so if also I do want to ask before we switch over, okay. do we think that um Gwen and Morgan had chemistry? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny because it's it's not I don't see any chemistry between. No, no, but I mean, but it would be amazing though if like for some reason like you know Gwen broke up with her husband. And then Morgan's like the stepdad of, yeah, of, of little Riley. Yeah, little Riley. I just I wanted to clarify to see if that felt no, true. I, no, I, I didn't feel any sparks there, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no. Oh, okay, sorry. Continue on. Oh no. So if I'm correct, are we moving into the exam scene, or am I jumping over something, or are we gonna hit the little uh, Betsy Jeremy scene? I think that might be kind of a good okay. spot because we want to leave them on their toes. Okay. So going back to uh, Jeremy and Betsy and, and Mindy's apartment. So the thing I liked about this is that like um, as Jeremy's moving around the apartment looking for his watch, Betsy is like slowly moving everything like back either like an inch or just like back into his place. Like as if Mindy really will notice like, wait, I have that sugar two inches over. And then also as like uh, Betsy's also going through the apartment on full display again is Betsy's innocence because she finds some slippery toothpaste in uh, Mindy's nightstand, which I'm just like, oh, Betsy, you're just so precious. Like, you know, stay that way. Yeah. Um, But she finds the watch and Mm -hmm. gives it to Jeremy because she's like, you know what? Take it. If this is what you really want, but just know that I don't like you anymore. Like, I, you know, I used to think you were a better person because you were dating Mindy, and now that you've done this to Mindy, I don't like her as much anymore, and that means I hate you even more. Yeah, I like, I really felt this. Like, at first I was kind of confused where we were going, where she was speaking, but then it was like, oh, wow, like, it was really intense. But it is true sometimes by association or kind of actions, you do kind of lessen your liking of somebody based on certain situations, and so I... I did feel that as well. and It sounds like a certain female rapper and her uh, choice of a spouse for me. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> we are not going to get sidetracked on this, on this here podcast. But I'm just saying that sometimes that does happen. And so I thought this was a really nice scene because it kind of puts morality and like this, um, his morals up for debate, like, is he going to do it now? Is 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 she going to stop him from making this decision? Or does he care what other people think? I mean, what is what do we know? Yeah, no. And um, and I want to say, I know definitely one other episode was the 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 club scene or when they were out and like um, Jeremy was like talking to that like bride to be. And again, Morgan, again, made him like, you know, asking about his morals. Like, hey, what are you doing here? So I feel like the people in the office are having a great effect on Jeremy and his decision making. Definitely. Even I think Danny, too, from like last week's episode kind of, you know, makes him kind of come back down to earth a little bit. So I think as much as this team of people has their dislikes of each other, they're Mm -hmm. also able to grow with each other. Yeah, I know. So I don't know. We'll have to see if he takes the watch or not. Oh, yeah. Let's see. But back Uh, in the office. Am I now free as the scene person to move on to the exam scene? I'm excited. Go for it. So I was so excited for the scene because I just, like anyone who knows an exam knows you have to get weighed. And I just know that like, this wasn't going to be on Mindy's Alley. And I was like, oh man, I just know this is going to be so juicy. So I I love this little scene just because like she says she's 120. 
And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. I just weighed myself last week. And then he's, and then, so do those scales have a name, those old school scales? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But you know, like the scale, you kind of like add a little bit of weight to it and kind of balances out. Yeah. So he presets it for 120, which is a total douche move because he knows it's not going to be 120. So as soon as she gets on the scale, all you hear is because it's slapping onto a little metal piece in between. And he's like, oh, wow. Like, uh, look at a little 120. And then. They have the little inch mover where you can like add like one pound at a time instead of skipping 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. And he just starts by like tapping it a bit like, oh, wow, wow. It seems like something else. Before he does that, he switches all the way to <laughs> 300 pounds. Yeah, 300 pounds. It's like, come on. Obviously and he's like, not. let me take a couple pounds <laughs> off at a time until we get to where you are. Yeah, that was a lot. Mm-hmm. And but this is also this fantastic moment for Mindy where she stops herself and she goes, you are not Mindy. Mm-hmm. You are a warrior. You are. Beyonce, that time. And I think that is genius. Great and, artist, great food. <laughs> oh, exactly. All of it is amazing. Mm-hmm. And in this moment, she just gets this confidence boost. And then she yells at Danny. She's like, go for it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Weigh me. I don't care. And we see the dynamic shift from Danny having the control yeah. to Mindy having the control. So one question I did have is that, like, during the physical exam, like, um, Danny's definitely becoming, like, you know, flustered because obviously, like, you know, Mindy exposed her breath so he can do, like, a, you know, an exam. And he's definitely very flustered because, you know, he finds, like, Mindy attractive. But I guess I was wondering, I guess I never realized, when did Mindy start finding Danny attractive cause i thought she would also have some feelings in the scene or is she just so focused in her like kind of like warrior name right now that none of that is bothering her i think because it was a very intimate close scene i thought you know no i think it is i think actually it was less about him being attracted to her i mm-hmm. think it was more about the details of his life he was sharing with her because we find mm-hmm. out that he's not close with his dad he hasn't talked to him in 25 years mm-hmm. and that his mom used to work motels and that he had you know he still talks to his mom mm-hmm. so we find out like these personal details and she even says oh that's interesting you're sharing kind of this with me mm-hmm. given we don't have a personal relationship mm-hmm. so i think it was more of like he's now starting to open up to her which okay. i think is more vulnerable for him than just like having like thinking she's hot you know what i'm saying like that's you know more of a vulnerability i'm just gonna chalk this up onto our board with also uh danny dancing with shauna <laughs> as things that we Agree to disagree about. Interesting. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know. To me, that's what I think. I think that he, it's more of the vulnerability than mm-hmm. it is about the attractiveness. And I think she finds him attractive, but I don't think she's needs to be with, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't feel this need to be with him. I think there's more of this, like, back and forth between them right now. Because mm-hmm. who knows? Are they going to end up together or not? Well, I can't. At this I point, don't I don't see it happening. I know, because, you know. It's too, it's, it's too much going on. But, uh. But, so, I know, once again, this is something else we agree to disagree about. But I consider that Danny won that first interaction during the oral exam. But uh, who wins the, who do you think wins the physical exam? Oh, 100% Mindy does, because then he kind of runs out screaming. Yeah. Because he flips out. He's like, he can't do it. And then this is where Mindy kind of. Oh, I love that she catches him right in the bullpen. I like to consider like right in that like center area where everyone can hear. Yeah. She goes, he couldn't handle it because we're too personal friendship. And I thought this was such great writing or just like so like right on the money when uh, Betsy says, is that true? Is that true, uh, uh, Danny? Like, it's like, whoa, everyone's shocked that he couldn't handle it. It's like... I know, because he's just like this kind of hard rock that you can't 
kind of crack open. But then he has to take a day and he's going to take the week he's off because week. he can't do it. <laughs> and you just, I actually also love like the look on Shauna's face of yeah. like, wow, she kind of broke him. Yeah, no, no. Like she was able to do that. Because I think in some ways, Danny doesn't meet his match until he becomes friends with Mindy, right? Yeah. Like Mindy goes head to head with him and that's where she has it with Josh and all these characters and all these people she be, like has been with. Mm-hmm. Is she goes head to head with them. She doesn't just let them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. It's true. It's true. And I think that's one of a really good trait that she ends up developing throughout the entire show. Yeah. But I just think that that scene is so good because yeah. she wins it. Yeah, no, she, she does. does. She proves it. Um, and also, right before, I mean, that's kind of where the episode ends. Mm-hmm. But Oh, did I jump over another scene? No, no, no. Well, I was just going <laughs> to say about Jeremy. Jeremy ends up making the right decision <laughs> and does not take the watch. Yeah. Which shows that Betsy kind of had an impact and Betsy was really excited. Yeah, no. No, like I said, I, I think I said since the beginning, I love Betsy and Jeremy's like relationship and dynamic. I think it's like really great. Yeah, it is nice. And actually, we kind of really get to see more of that dynamic in the next episode. Oh, yeah. Betsy Boo. Oh, <laughs> Betsy Bear and uh, and the... The go- the gobble wobble. Oh, yeah. I love it. But did, yes. Do we have any uh, good fashion this episode? or? I was just going to say, we oh, did. We well, we didn't. I didn't catch any movie references. So if my mm-hmm. friends who are listening, if you did, please let us know because I might have missed it. But um, in terms of my favorite outfit, I do like the um, cardigan she wears. So she kind of wears one outfit throughout this entire episode. Mm-hmm. So it's a Shimmer Lake cardigan by Madewell. And then she has a Simone Power bandage skirt by BCBG Max Azura. And then a coin belt from Urban Outfitters. So it's actually kind of all clothes that you could have purchased too. Like these weren't super expensive clothes. And I was kind of saying to this to you earlier is that Mm -hmm. in these first few episodes in this first season, I think she, her, her fashion is fantastic, but it's not as varied. But as we get throughout the series, her fashion just gets better and better mm-hmm. and we have a lot more options and things like that. So I do want you guys to look forward to all of these different fashion choices because it's going to get harder and harder to choose the best look. Okay. I'm, I'm excited. We know I'm going to start participating from this episode. On. Okay. I'm <laughs> You're excited. Gonna start telling I'm going to start participating. Yeah. Um, and you know what? And, uh, and let's not forget about the guy fashion here. I, I know. I was going to say, if you have nice, like a favorite some nice wingtip t- shoes in there, Jeremy's a flashy guy. You're right. He is the fashionable <laughs> one of the office. I would say. Um, even though Morgan pulls out a few outfits here and there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then I also want to talk about our favorite scenes. So do you mm. have a favorite scene? Our favorite moment? <sighs> um I like I said it before, I, I do like the I do like the physical exam part. I like I just love when they're going like head to head, but head to head equally where they're both giving it to each other equally. Mm-hmm. I always love those scenes. And once again I just I just love, like, seeing how innocent Betsy is. It's just the funniest, like, you know, stuff. She just doesn't know anything about adult life. Yeah. I um got to say mine is her standing up for herself with the Beyonce Pat Thai scene. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love that transition of I'm not going to be afraid anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be myself. And I'm going to kind of show them what I've got. Mm-hmm. And then for her winning after all that is, like, my favorite. So I love that scene. Yeah. And then um, the only song we had this episode was Don't Make a Fool Out of Me 
by Kitty and Daisy and Lewis. Mm-hmm. And there were no new characters this week. It was really just the main ensemble. Again, we're getting to kind of know this whole crew, which yeah. is kind of great. Um, and while her love life is still the same, like we said, it's just with Josh. And we kind of just get a quick update. Yeah. But like you said, once again, this episode, like we're really seeing like more of that like Jeremy. I mean, not Jeremy, uh, Danny and uh, Mindy interaction. And like kind of seeing the relationship grow a little bit. And actually seeing like Danny actually does like care for Mindy in some way. So Yes. I've got a little bit of a crack. <laughs> a little bit of a crack in that egg. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought this was a great episode. I think it's just so well written. So funny. Um, and we get to know more about Mindy and Danny. Can I uh, do a little surprise? Oh, sure. Let's see. Okay. I wanted to start something new. So I wanted Ooh. to, like, you know, because we love TV in a general sense. So is there anything new you're watching that you want to, like, tell our fans? Or anything, like, old that you watch that you think people should get into? I feel like everyone just, like, is going to love our, like, TV choices in general. Well, I'm going to stick to the Mindy theme. So right now, and mm-hmm. this is just my life anyway. So yeah. I just rewatched uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral, like, the TV series by Mindy. Yeah. And um, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. I think that's with Matt Warren. Or I can never say his last name. Him as well. Mm-hmm. Great series. And then, obviously, I've been watching The Sex Lives of College Girls because... Oh, so good. So good. How about you? Uh, so I know I'm really behind. And, yes, this podcast does take place in 2021 but i have been <laughs> watching how to make a murderer no 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 no. Uh, how to get away with murder get away with murder also another great documentary how to get away with uh getting away making a murderer but uh, how to get away with murder uh great show i love it i'm on season two it's amazing so it's on Netflix if you want to binge all six seasons with me. Hashtag Shonda Rhimes. Oh, and yeah. So I, good. I, can't, I think it's Peter Norwalk is the writer. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Awesome. So, yeah. Great. And uh, <laughs> tell us what else you're watching besides the Mindy Project. But before, let's hear a sneak preview of next week's episode. <laughs> uh, next week we have the Thanksgiving episode. And it's going to be great. Um, oh, I like this one because I, you know, because I think, you know, I'm not going to get, I'm going to in the soapbox for two seconds. Oh boy. But I think a lot of men spend their time alone because we are too afraid to reach out and be a part of things because we feel like we don't have to as men. And I Ooh. think that's going to be shown next week with uh, Danny. All right. Well, I'm <laughs> excited. I'm excited for us to kind of talk about this episode. So get ready and we will see you soon, guys. See ya.